0: Welcome to another episode of the Libraries Podcast. Check out MPL. I have a special guest with us today, Emily Bosley, who painted the mural in our um, stairwell. She's going to here to talk about um, getting into painting murals and our mural specifically. So, Emily, hello, welcome to our podcast. Hi there. Um, do you want to kind of introduce yourself and how you got into um, creating murals? Of course. Um, so yeah, I'm
1: Emily Bosley. I'm a Madison-based artist. Um, I call myself illustrator and muralist. Um, My background is graphic design, but um, after working as a graphic designer for six or seven years, I rediscovered illustration and drawing and kind of figured out what that meant for me and what kind of work I could get with that. Um, and so over the course of the last 10 years or so, I've been doing a lot of illustration and in the last few years, those illustrations have gotten bigger and have turned into more murals. So it's been a a fun progression.
0: That's awesome. Where else can people see your murals besides here?
1: Yeah. So most of them are in Madison. Um, I have one exterior mural, which is probably the easiest one to find, which is, um, on the side of, a. uh ice cream shop called Chocolate Shop off of Monroe Street in Madison, um, but I've done a couple other public interior murals. So one is at the Memorial Union off of um, on the UW campus, and um, what else? I've done a few at the, actually the Central Library in at, at Madison. One is still there. Um, that was part of my artist residency, um, so that's um, right outside of the bubbler. Yep. And I'm trying to think, I just recently did another one at a, an ice cream shop uh, the, on the east side, I guess, of Madison off of Cottage Grove Road. So um, a few ice cream shops, um, the union and and the library. That's
0: awesome. And mm-hmm. you have one coming up in the area. Can you talk about that one? Sure. Yeah,
1: I have one coming up in Janesville in September. That one is part of the Art Infusion um, event that they put on every year. Um, that one's actually going to be on the side of St. Mary's school, right next to their playground. And I'm working with the kids of St. Mary's to come up with the design for that one. So I'm really excited for that.
0: I, I'm excited to see that. So you'll be painting that this summer?
1: Yeah, I think the painting is actually the week after Labor Day. So okay. like the second week
0: of September. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. to come down and see that. Yeah. So you also illustrate children's picture books. Mm-hmm. And you were able to actually read one of your books during story time um, last week how did that come about? And then do you have any more in the works? Yeah. Um, so that
1: book was, let's see, that was published last fall. So September of 2021. Um, that one, the author is Christina Tozzi of Milk Bar. So if you're familiar with, with Milk Bar, she has a bunch of bake shops. Um, most of them are in New York, but there's A few all around the country too. So um, that one came about through my, my art agent. Um, They asked me if I would be interested in, in collaborating with Christina and and this book. And so that was a really exciting um, project specifically because my, my daughter, well, my whole family knew of Christina through uh, MasterChef junior, oh. um, which Christina is one of the judges for that. And so when I, when my family found out that I was going to be working with her, they're like, oh my gosh. So that was pretty exciting. Um, and it was a really great experience. And, and um, that one is all about kind of expressing yourself through cakes and baking. Um, so though I'm not a baker per se, I'm still considering myself a creative person oh, yeah. and, you know, express myself in different ways. So it was a really fun project that was really close to my heart so so yeah um and as far as upcoming stuff yeah I have a couple other books that I worked on over um the last winter so those should be coming out I believe in 2023 there's usually a long wait between me drawing and them actually being published quite the process yes yes um but yeah those should be coming out in the next year or so um yeah
0: that's awesome yeah we'll definitely get them here at the library we do have every cake has a story Mm -hmm. Um, currently in our collection so if you want to definitely check that out and place that on hold Um, how was doing story time super fun (laughs) it was really fun I couldn't
1: believe how many families showed up there were so many kiddos it was great yeah Um, you know especially after like Going through the pandemic and me working for myself i don't really get a lot of opportunities to hang out with a lot of people right. and so it was just fun to see all the kids and all of the families yeah. and um i did a little dancing with jamie <laughs> you gotta <laughs> yeah.
0: dance with jamie and story exactly it's kind of hard it's not to crazy. yes that's awesome you did some autographs too and mm-hmm. you answered questions so yeah I th- thank you for doing that of course yeah. i think it
1: was really fun for them to see kind of the behind the mm-hmm. scenes because a lot of times especially with murals you see the final product which is really cool and, and but to actually see it being painted in yeah. progress I think was fun for yeah for the kiddos so that's awesome mm-hmm.
0: so we reached out to you to do our mural because we staff we saw your style at the art infusion in Janesville last year and mm-hmm. we're like oh she really fits our vibe um how would you describe your style
1: oh um Well, I love color. So there's, it's my, my work, whether it's murals or illustration is always packed with color and pattern. Um, I would describe it as kind of whimsical, Mm -hmm. quirky. There's usually some kind of funky things that are happening, but in a good way. Um, my, my characters are pretty stylized, so it's definitely not realistic. Mm -hmm. Um, but um more I would say graphic bold um like I said a lot of patterns and textures and stuff like that I I I often incorporate animals and um people and a lot of nature into my work and so all of that ended up in your mural, actually
0: you said you use like unconventional colors too Mm -hmm. so there's some funky colors that you wouldn't think would go into a certain location Mm -hmm. yeah it's, yeah. it's so cool. There's so much color in that because the sterile was just gray. So now it's definitely more than gray. Yeah, you can't stairwell. miss it. No, you can't. <laughs> um, so when we talked to you about our mural and what we wanted, we asked you to incorporate Melton's history, agriculture, literature, and gardens. So did you find that challenging? And then what kind of research did you do to come to the final product?
1: Yeah. Um. Well. Yes. To answer your question, I did find that a little challenging just because that was a lot of different things Mm -hmm. to incorporate. And I don't really
0: like gel together. It's all (laughs) separate things. (laughs) Right. Right.
1: Exactly. And it's not the biggest space. I think the actual mural itself was probably about nine by 10 feet or so. Um, so not the biggest wall. Um, and you know, I try, especially when I do murals, I try to keep the shapes kind of more simplified and not super tedious, Mm -hmm. especially knowing that this particular wall was on cinder blocks. So there's a lot of, you know, like you have the the cracks between the blocks. So that offers another challenge. Um, So just knowing that I knew I had to incorporate a lot of different elements into this fairly smallish space. Um, But at the same time, I knew it was possible. It was just a matter of kind of figuring out and doing some problem solving. So I think I presented you different options one that was more of like a a layered like landscape and then another one that was more of I called it like a like a patchwork design which um was more of like a grid that incorporated all the different elements um but I will say my personal favorite was the 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 one that you went with yeah Yeah, I think it just felt a little bit more organic and natural and just a way to to um include the water tower and some of the buildings, but yet you, I could still bring in elements of the garden and have mm. some people in there reading. And so um, I was really glad that you yeah. chose the one you did. I would have been perfectly happy with the second concept, but um, I think it just worked really well yeah. with the space.
0: Yeah, I think when we, and when I opened up your email and saw those two, I think all of st- all the staff, we just immediately, immediately were drawn to that first one. Okay, so, good. Yeah. You're all on the same page. Yes. <laughs> did you have to do some research about like Milton's history? Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. To be honest, I had never been in, Oh, actually I take that back. I think I rode my bike here once, um, back in the day, but I really didn't know much about Milton at all. Um, but through the city, I found a lot of really great information. I think there was one document that was dozens of pages long that really outlined all of the different buildings and, and, um, kind of broke the the city into, you know, between Milton junction and yep. the city of Milton. And, um, and so, yeah, that was really helpful and, and just kind of figuring out how, you know, how Milton came to be. And so, um, that particular document document was really, really essential in helping me kind of pull what I needed. Yeah. Um, yeah, lots of, photos and just lots of Google searches and yeah, stuff. Yeah.
0: Melton is very proud of its history. So I definitely yeah. wanted to incorporate that. And of course, our library building was part of Mountain College, mm-hmm. so that's a big part of Melton's history. So you incorporate some of the college stuff in there. We got a train in there. Yep. We have the water tower, um, which I specifically asked because I'm a little partial to <laughs> the Melton Junction water tower. So I asked Emily to include that in there. So it is a cool water tower. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. it is. And then, of course, our gardens, the story gardens that we're developing, and then our agriculture with our Children's area is kind of agriculture theme. So because right. it's leading up to the children's area, we want to of course include that. And that's a big part. Mountains Pass is agriculture as well. And of course, literacy. Yeah. Of We're course. <laughs> <Include that. laughs> so what is your process for creating a mural like from Conception, like design, to actually put it on the wall.
1: Yeah, well, um, first I like to meet with the people who, who are asking me to, to do the mural, just to kind of figure out what what they want out of it, what their goals are. Um, and so, you know, we did that months ago, actually. Okay. And then when it comes time to actually designing it, I do a lot of research first. So just what I just mentioned, just kind of researching about you know, who my client is and and what they're all about. And if there are specific references that I need to include, like in your example is the, the buildings and and such and the water towers, um, kind of pulling images that I can, that I can incorporate. Um, So then I start with sketching and my sketches always start black black and white. So pencil, pen. um, And I make that very clear from the get-go that when you see the sketches, you know, know that there will be color, but let's focus on really kind of the composition and the layout and um, kind of get those aspects really nailed before um, we get too distracted with the color and some of the other more details um, that I just, you know, it, it, it can, it's what makes the magic for the mural, but at the same time, I really want to kind of dial in on that, that basic layout mm-hmm. first. Um, so sketches first, and then once those are approved, um, and I can do some revisions too.
0: Yep. And we had a couple revisions yep, in ours. Yep. yep.
1: Um, then we go into the color stage. And so that's when like the fun really begins and get to pull in the color and the patterns and all those little details. And so then we go back and forth a couple more times just to get it really dialed. Um, and then, painting. So for your particular mural, um, because it was on a stairwell, um, the one of the trickiest things of painting a mural is de- transferring that design onto the wall. And so different spaces have different circumstances. And so I have a, about four different methods that I can use to to do that transfer. And so for yours, because it was on a stairwell, I couldn't back up and, and, you know, use a projector, which is usually the easiest, (laughs) um, though that has its drawbacks too. Um, and so for yours, I ended up using, um, some transfer paper actually, which is like, um, graphite backed paper. Um, so I, I printed the design out full scale using a large format printer from like a FedEx office location. And then I backed it with those, um, those sheets of the transfer paper and just put it up on the wall, made sure everything was in place. And then I essentially just trace it using a pencil and, it, and the the pressure from my pencil just transfers just into her. the wall. Um, and then the design is there and I can start painting. So that's kind of the start yeah. to finish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a lot of steps. A lot of steps. Um, and you kind of do like one color at a time. I do. Yeah. And I, yeah. And,
1: and I don't think it has to be that way, sure. but for me, I think it's just... Um, the screen printer in me that, that is just used to doing one color at a time, excuse me, um, starting with like the lightest color. And then I just pile on darker and darker and darker. Um, but then once I get to the end where there's a lot of textures and patterns, then I'm like flipping back colors all over the place. (laughs) Um, but yeah, for me, it's just kind of minimizes like the number of times I'm cleaning my brushes and, and all of that. It just, it makes sense for me, but like I said, not all artists yeah. do it the same way. That's just how I do it. Yeah,
0: I was really amazed at how like clean and organized your workspace was. <laughs> I was talking to Jamie like if I was doing this, I'd be all over the place, be paint paints <laughs> all over the place. Obviously, you've probably done this quite a few times, so you have like a system down. So I really was amazed at how organized and clean your workspace was. Well, thank you for noticing. <laughs> I
1: pride myself on being a really clean artist. Um, yeah. I, I know that I'm saying that I'm probably going to drop my next paint can, but, okay. I have um, myself. right. Right. <laughs> and I have the drop cloth there and everything yeah. ready just in case, but yeah, I, I don't have, I never really get stuff on my hands yeah. or, um, I rarely drip or anything. Yeah. So thanks for noticing. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> So was there anything, you kind of talked about like the space, the cinder block and everything. Was there anything else challenging about the space that you had for our mural? And then, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, definitely the cinder block. I mean, to be honest, that's one of my favorite substrates to paint on, because even though you do have to work with the the cracks between the blocks, I really like how it looks when it is mm-hmm. all painted and, and kind of seamless. Um So that is definitely a challenge. There were some pipes that were on the right side of the wall, um, which meant that we really had to minimize and simplify the design that was going to run behind those pipes. Just knowing that I just can't get back there. Right. I mean, my wrist can only bend so many ways. Yeah. Um, so that was a little bit of a challenge and then just being on stairs itself. Um, we did incorporate some elements that kind of went up and down the, the steps adjacent to the mural. And so. I can't really get so high. I can only get so high on the stairs. Right. So, um, so yeah, those I think those are the three challenges, but nothing that wasn't you know yeah. too too bad. No.
0: <laughs> and you had like people walking by you as you were doing mm-hmm. it, and, like asking you questions, and I'm sure they saw, ooh, that's pretty cool, and all that fun stuff. I love talking to people. Yeah, one,
1: that's one of my favorite parts of doing murals, especially in public spaces, is being able to talk to the people, and because a lot of people have questions, yep. and like I said earlier, a lot of people don't actually get to see it in progress, and so um, I think it's fun to share that part of the yep. process with them and. Um, I'm a people person. Yeah. So it's just nice to chat a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, it, I love the part that people were able to see like your progress of it and be able to chat with you. Right.
1: Right. So cool. Yeah. The only thing I'm worried about is am I setting a, a bad example for kiddos? Are they going to go and like paint the walls at home now? I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> there is that. Maybe
0: you inspired a buddy muralist. I something. hope so. Great. Yeah. Right. That'd be so cool. Great. Right. So if you had to pick a favorite part of the mural, what would it be?
1: Ooh. um, hmm. Let's see. The water tower is really fun, to be honest, like the shape of it. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you asked to put that in because, you know, that's obviously not something that I would normally put right. in, um, yep. but I, I love seeing that one in the, on the horizon. Um, the cows are fun, yes. I gotta say, um, and like the monarchs. So in my, in my initial concept, I just had like regular butterflies, mm-hmm. but you had asked to make them monarchs specifically yep. and which to be honest, kind of threw me off a little bit because monarchs have so much detail and I, my, my work is a little bit more simplified. I'm like, oh, how can I make it look like an, a monarch without making it so realistic right. that it kind of throws off the balance of the rest of the design. But I think we found a really good yes. kind of happy medium. Um, and I really love how they look with, with, with the rest of the design. So thanks for that. Yeah,
0: well, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, we have like a monarch club here at the library and we have a few members on staff who just love monarchs. And of course with our pollinator garden, um, we really want to incorporate monarch, so you did a great job. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I actually got
1: to see one of your little
0: baby caterpillars. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. Um, so one last question, you put a blue star in all of your murals and we'll challenge our patrons and community members to find that blue star, but Mm -hmm. why do you do that? (laughs) So my business name,
1: my official business name is blue star Inc with I N K. Um, and that kind of goes back to blue is my favorite color and stars are my, my favorite shape. And, um, we could go way back to when I first met my husband, our first conversation was about his star tattoos. Cause I wanted to get a star tattoo. And so, you know, like stars have always been really, um, special to, to me and my husband. Um, and then when our daughter was born, we named her Stella, which means star, Aww. um, and at her wedding, we had like stars everywhere. So stars are a big thing for my whole family, um, and blue is my favorite color. So I just like to be able to sneak that little star in if it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to force it necessarily, yeah. but, um, thanks. For being cool
0: with that. Of course. And you're wearing a star shirt right now. I am like definitely see that. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I love it when artists have that little um special little indication of yeah you know little special marks that they put in their work and art. Yeah it's That's fun. So, cool. so do you have anything else you want to talk about the mural or oh man
1: um I mean it was so fun yeah. being here I have to say every night I would go home and and kind of download my day with my family and Stephen, my husband, just oh, Emily, you're going to be a librarian in your next life. <laughs> it was just like fun being a part yeah. of, of this community and, and you all were just so accommodating and hospitable. And I just, I don't, you made me feel really special and, and, and welcome, which I really appreciate. So, and you do so much fun stuff here and I know you're gearing up for the summer program. So it's kind of fun to see that um, happening while I was painting. So it was just, it was fun and, and all of the patrons were really sweet and, and oh my gosh, the kids were like, the manners were so great. I couldn't believe it. They were just so complimentary and um, yeah, everyone was just so kind. So thanks for inviting me to be a part well, of, of it.
0: And I thank you for creating such a wonderful piece for us. Um, I'm so glad it all worked out for us and we are able to get it done before summer. Because Now we have so many people are going to be able to see it. Right. And it adds so much color to our library. And it, I think it's adds more to, I want to say this amazing library. Yeah. So I really appreciate you kind of adding to us of course I thanks Yeah, I mean
1: you have so many other cool pieces of work throughout the library yeah. so I'm honored to to have a little part of that so yeah.
0: thanks well thank you Emily mm-hmm. and thank you for staying down and talking with us and kind of talking about your progress your process and everything and of course we're excited to see all your other art around <laughs> I'm sure we'll see more of it and more of it I hope yeah, yeah. thank you all right, thank you